It can be argued either way. Wonky hormones disrupt sleep or poor sleep habits mess up your hormones. It is important to explore both of these concepts when looking at a sustainable weight loss program. Welcome back to Holy Healthy Mama, episode number 13. In today's episode, I talk about how lack of sleep causes you to gain weight or interferes with your ability to lose weight. And I give you steps to help improve your ability to sleep to ensure this isn't happening to you. So grab a cup of tea, sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Holy Healthy Mama podcast. I am your host, Rachel Jane, and I am so excited you are here. This podcast is for you, the woman looking to live a big life as the fullest, most vibrant version of you that you can be. Each week, I bring you quality content based on the three pillars of health, movement, nutrition, and mindset. These episodes are designed to help you break through false, limited beliefs while harnessing freedom, joy, strength, and empowerment both in your body and in your life. No more shrinking. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to Holy Healthy Mama. I hope you are well. Things over here are pretty good. This week, we've had our first snowfall, which I am not impressed by, but my children were really excited, and they got to go out and build their first snowman. For me, I feel like I hibernate a lot in the winter, and I'm already done with it. (laughs) I want the warm air. I want the sunshine. I want lightness during the morning. I want lightness at night. I just feel like I tolerate winter less and less as I get older, so... I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm tapping out the end and it really hasn't even been that bad. So I might be in trouble this year, but anyways, I'll get through it. So in today's episode, let's get to that. I want to talk about why sleep matters for you and your weight loss efforts. So I won't lie here. There's a multitude of reasons that some women have trouble losing weight but it almost always comes down to a sluggish metabolism from hormonal imbalances. And the women I work with don't realize that one of the reasons her hormones could be all over the place are poor sleep habits and patterns. And because of this dysregulation, they have a much harder time losing weight. Maybe you can relate. People seem to have this misconception that weight loss is just about nutrition, but it's not. If you're looking for healthy and sustainable weight loss, you must take a holistic approach. The program I created focuses on nutrition, movement, mindset, stress, and sleep with a variety of subtopics under each, and each contributes to weight loss in their own way, and they're all important to explore if you're finally done with yo-yo dieting and just want to lose weight for good. So when it comes to sleep, too much or too little will contribute to weight gain. Well, the amount of sleep you need will be different from the amount of sleep that I might need, The basic idea is that anything less than five hours or more than nine hours may contribute to two and a half times more fat storage around the abdomen than those who get about six to eight hours of sleep. So keep in mind, these numbers are an overview and no way do they take into account individual differences in needs, right? And just like most things. So for example, on a regular basis, I get seven and a half hours of sleep per night and I feel good with that amount. 
But when I'm knee deep in marathon training, I need more sleep because my body's going through so much stress and it needs more time to recover. So I don't think I've ever felt like I needed nine hours of sleep, but maybe closer to eight. It can be argued either way. Wonky hormones disrupt sleep or poor sleep habits mess up your hormones. It is important to explore both of these concepts when looking at a sustainable weight loss program. So when we sleep, there are a couple key hormones that are working, and when we don't get enough sleep or we don't sleep well, we miss out on their full effects. There are a multitude here, and I'll just mention a couple negative consequences on your hormones, including your body's ability to regulate stress will decrease, so you'll feel the effects of stress more and give in to the effects of stress on a more regular basis. Also, your hunger increases because the hormone that suppresses hunger is impaired when you don't get enough sleep. Maybe you can relate (laughs) in feeling the need to eat everything all day long. And then it becomes a cascading effect, right? You push past your body's natural sleep-wake cycle, and then the stress you feel during the day increases cortisol levels, which cause you to crave sugary foods, which you eat just before bedtime, which interferes with your sleep, And then because you're not getting enough sleep, your hunger cues skyrocket the next day because of this, and so on and so on and so on. It can be argued that lack of sleep causes weight gain. It can be argued that poor eating habits interfere with sleep. And again, it's important to explore both. So um, what's a woman to do? First, let me go over the top five reasons women struggle with sleeping well, and we'll go from there. So number one, eating too close to bedtime eating or not eating number two exercising hard at night number three stimulating your bed oh my gosh stimulating your brain before bed number four going to bed too late and number five not getting enough sleep so having said that now I would like to share some tips and tricks with you for helping you sleep better overall with those concepts in mind So number one, try not to eat within that three hour time frame before sleep, but you also don't want to go to sleep too hungry. So if you are hungry, have something like a protein shake that's already in liquid form that doesn't require the work of your digestive system, which is part of what will keep you up. Number two, if you have a harder workout to do that day, do your best to get it done earlier in the day. Before bedtime, light movements are totally fine, like walking and stretching. And those can actually help you relax your body, but try saving the rigorous activities for the first half of the day. Number three, when you start to feel tired at night, don't push it so you can get in another episode. Head to bed and turn the lights out. I know so many women who use nighttime as their me time and they're just impairing their sleep and causing all sorts of chaos within their body. Just go to sleep when you're tired. Number four, don't stimulate your brain through thrilling TV shows or doing your online banking or reading informational books. Try to keep that last hour before bed as your wind down hour and do things like reading a light fictional novel, having an Epsom salt bath, meditating, or doing gentle yoga. Number five, if you find that your brain is stimulated at night, like most women I know, and you struggle to fall asleep or you wake up in the middle of the night and can't get back to sleep, Try what I call a brain dump. This is one of my favorite tools. I talk about it all the time. Essentially, all you're doing is taking a journal and writing everything down that's on your mind in point form. To-dos, ideas, thoughts, concerns, worries, anything goes. Just get it out of your head, knowing it'll be there for you tomorrow to go over. Chances are none of it's important, but at that moment, when you're trying to sleep, it feels like the most important thing in the world. So 
Get it written down and you'll figure it out in the morning. And finally, my biggest and most effective tip when it comes to sleep and weight management is to go to bed and wake up at the same time every single day. Your body loves routine and consistency, and when it knows what to expect, it will function seamlessly for you. Reverse engineer this. Figure out what time you need to wake up in the morning, and please don't set a wake-up time where you know as soon as your alarm gets off, you're going to jump out of bed and get to action, and you have no time in the morning for breakfast. Give yourself enough time to get ready and chill. And then count backwards for eight hours and try going to bed at that time. So for example, for me, I love getting up at 4.45 a.m. I don't have to get up then, but I love getting up then. I love getting stuff done in the morning. That's when I'm at my best. So to ensure I get eight hours, I would need to go to bed at 8.45. Now for me, I push it a little bit by turning my lights out at nine o'clock, but you get the idea. I'm close to eight hours and that's when I feel good. So stick to this at least throughout the week. On the weekend, you can be a little bit more lax on this, but try to do it Monday through Friday. Be consistent and disciplined with this habit. Don't let the newest episode of whatever you're into catch you off guard. Don't let a good novel keep you up past that time. Just stick to it. And when your alarm goes off in the morning, get up. Don't hit snooze. Don't scroll on your phone. Don't lie there just get up (laughs) and then it becomes easier each morning. So do this consistently for even just two weeks. And I think you'll notice a pretty big difference in your energy levels and maybe even your moods if this is something that you're dealing with. And as long as you're doing other things to help support a healthy body, you like movement and proper nutrition, you will find that losing weight or building muscle or whatever your physical goals are will come so much easier for you because your metabolism will be working better. Okay, I hope that's helpful. That's it for this week. Appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed this content or found value in it, I'd appreciate if you shared with a friend. And if you want weekly updates when a new podcast arrives, please subscribe. Okay, stay healthy and I will talk to you next week. I am so grateful you're here listening to Holy Healthy Mama. If you found this content interesting or beneficial, I'd be so honored if you can share it with your friends. If you have any questions or any show ideas, anything that you're concerned about or would like clarification on, anything you want me to address on the show, please feel free to email me, info at racheljane.net. I'll see you next week.